Finally, a wrestling podcast that doesn't cover just show reviews and news updates. Tired of the same old, same old? Well, lucky you, because this is the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast. With your hosts, Dustin and Chriselle, hitting you hard with the entertaining content that you want. Power rankings. Power rankings. Awards. Awards. Rants. Rants. And highlights. It's all here for your enjoyment, but let's not waste any more time. It's time for the main event of your day. Hello, hello, hello. It's your host, Chriselle, this week. I'm sorry I wasn't around for this last weekend, but I'm here for today. What's up? We back in live. Well, we're not live, but we're recording, not pre-recording. So what's up? And it's different because this is the first Wednesday episode that's going to be released that we're actually recording in the same room. So hopefully the audio is a little bit better. Yeah, hopefully you guys are getting some much better audio today. I'm excited to be recording with you twice, you know, in person. That's different. Heck yeah. How you doing? Yeah, you know, I'm making it. I'm tired, but I'm making it, you know. Yeah, me too. I think I was really excited for this week because I didn't get to host this right, last yeah. episode. And then we're next week, we hit an official month of being releasing episodes, mm-hmm. hitting a lot of good benchmarks. We got to talk with those wrestling girls last week. Yeah, that was really fun. If you didn't know, we were on those wrestling girls Twitch because it was International Podcast Day. So it was a good opportunity to connect with some other people and, you know, reach some other podcasts. So Definitely check out some other podcasts as well if you like us. I, I would never push you guys away from any other podcast because there's a lot of great wrestling podcasts out there. Yeah, and they showed nothing but love. And yeah, exactly. So much respect for them. It's a great community, honestly. Yeah. But all right. So this week for your Wednesday episode, we got news, Q&A, wrestlers of the day. And we'll be going through the draft at the end. And of course, right after that, for a good old summary, I get to get my rant off. Yes, yeah, it's her time to, you know, let you guys have it. But just a side thing real quick, Chriselle. Shout out to all y'all who voted on me and Chriselle's versus draft thing. I saw that I was winning that poll. I don't know. Did the poll end? Did we end the poll? Yeah, the poll end. You won. Yeah, I won. Like, you guys acknowledged that I had a much better roster. So thank you all. My feelings aren't hurt because I got my roster off of pure emotion. No, exactly. Exactly. But, you know. I I thought my feelings were going to be hurt because, you know, the internet, you know, you don't want to lose in the the internet. So I bless you, dog. (laughs) Uh, if you heard that, our dog just sneezed. Yeah. But uh, no, my feel I was really expecting my feelings to be hurt. You didn't win by a crazy amount, but also losing, I know that it's okay. I didn't go in there with the mentality of, I need to win. Look, we'll be, we've talked about it. We'll be bringing you guys some more versus style content in the future. But for now, I'll take my victory. And the poll hasn't ended yet, but we had a poll of who should be the real number one. Is it Roman Reigns or Big E? Yeah. And so I'm actually kind of, I know we put Big E as number one, but I'm kind of surprised that so many people were also voting voting for biggie it keeps going from maybe 51 per 51 percent to 49 percent but biggie's usually in the lead by one or two yeah that poll has been like really tight and i know like we were sitting here arguing and debating back and forth trying to decide who would be the real number one in my mind it's a one in one a but we can't break the integrity of our ranking system Mm -hmm. by doing that so someone has to be number two i'm fine with either one so yeah, and, you know, you have to switch it up sometimes. And you have to respect the Big E's been doing great. So time for some news. King of the Ring is officially making its way back. And we're going to have our first, I said we, but WWE mm-hmm. is going to have their first Queen's Crown. And it all starts this Friday and it'll last about a week. Well, I don't know how they're going to do it. I've been hearing rumors that they're going to run it until they go to Saudi Arabia and they'll do the finals there. But I don't know the logistics. I just know it's starting this Friday. Yeah, and they haven't really been pushing it either, but I think it should be fun. Yeah, it'll definitely be fun. I think that 
it's a great opportunity if they do it well to expose some of their newer talent on the main roster, you know, some NXT call-ups. So I think that it could be a great chance for them to really push the right people. The dumbest thing they could do that's completely not needed is have Roman Reigns be the king of the ring. Like, there's, there's no, there's no it need. Would, it would be right in like WWE's wheelhouse to be like, okay, Roman Reigns, king of the ring, and let's go Charlotte Flair, queen. Like, we knew that. <laughs> we so, knew that. I, I feel like, you know, when you have those gimmicky things, so like maybe a king of the ring and a queen's crown or a royal rumble or money in the bank you don't give it to people that don't need it who are already established you give it to people who you know maybe you want to push in a different way or maybe it would just be nice to see them get something sometimes i think i don't know with that being said who's your number one woman and men man to get it um okay so i've been i've actually been thinking about it so i'll go woman first because i feel like that's not not easier but i don't have as many potentials in my brain i'd go live morgan if it was me because she's not a top woman star you know she's not in those title picture conversations really and i feel like it'd be nice to give her something mm -hmm. especially now that the draft is over and i have my thoughts on the draft later on but i think live morgan would be a good one to give the women's queen's crown too if bailey was here i would have gave it to bailey though because i think that the way she could a play that queen? off oh my goodness the way bailey would play that off like i would enjoy that for an entire year i could see bailey interrupting the king the king of the ring tournament and being king yeah, <laughs> like bailey bailey would be really fun but she's not here she's not around which is fine keep rehabbing bailey we hope you get back soon for men it's it can't be anybody but xavier woods I mean, he's talking about crown me, crown me, crown me. Th that's all he wants. He's literally said himself, he was like, I don't want titles. I don't want a Royal Rumble win. I don't want money in the bank. All I want is to be king of the ring. Like, how do you not give it to that man? A, a, a King Xavier? Oh, come on now. No, I hear you. But right before Money in the Bank, it seemed like, Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan. Then mm -hmm. what happened? You saw her like tearing up before Money in the Bank and you knew. She got that news that she was not winning that match. Yeah, they, well, they gave it to Nikki, which I have my thoughts about, but whatever. But uh, she didn't need it, and it was worse. Anyways, um, right. yeah, so if it's not Liv, I think as far as women go, I'd give it to Naomi. Does she need it? Not necessarily That'd because be she is already an established wrestler. However, I think it would give her that push to the newer fans and mm -hmm. kind of get her back into that limelight without being disrespected by Sonya. Yeah, and I feel like that's a good shout for Naomi because – I feel like she needs a little bit of a reestablishment as well. Mm -hmm. And that would reestablish her at the top. And now, mind you, King and Queen of the Ring or King, Queen Crown, whatever they're calling it. They're Royalty. The, yeah, royalties. the royalties, right? We'll call it that. They don't get a title shot, which I think would be a really fun wrinkle. You don't got to have them win, but you can give them a title shot. I think that'd be interesting. But in terms of like, you know, you still get some notoriety off of winning the tournament, I mm -hmm. think. so. And if you give Naomi the crown and you join her with the bloodline, then technically the bloodline is also royalty. So that's a way to give WWE a way to wiggle their way into it without giving it to Roman. Now, as far as men go, it's got to be Xavier because man. of I because you said Xavier and because of everything they're being this being said, I don't see it. That's all he wants. Like, how do you not give it to Xavier Woods? I would. I mean, I yeah, I would. It has too. nothing to do with me. Okay, you, it'd be kind of because right now the king, but not king, is Nakamura, mm -hmm. and this is I did not think about this until as I'm saying it right now, but. What if they gave it to Boogs? Because <laughs> it'd be a transfer. That would be very And I'm funny. also just very, you know, reading Rick Boogs. But that's not what I, what I, when I'm thinking hard on it, I'm going Finn Balor. Okay. So, <laughs> so, okay. So I love me some Finn Balor. Like, I know I don't beat the table on this podcast a lot for Finn Balor, but he's up there in probably my top five favorites. Like right now, I love me some Finn Balor. 
and you know he's known as the prince and all of this other stuff i hear you balor doesn't need the win man i can see them giving it to him but i don't think it's balor i don't think he's the one no and that's fair i, I don't know i really with the men's i feel like it's a lot harder because they be moving give it these the woods men. they move them up they move them down they move them sideways so give it to xavier woods and like i know i said it would be a great chance to you know push some of your, of your call-ups and nxt talent but like you can push people without giving them the crown you know like people don't have to win so it's interesting i'm excited no i'm excited too but we'll see we'll be definitely watching this friday moving in to our question of the week and well two questions of the week and no we're not answering every question that we got so far but if you're not if we're not answering your question now we'll definitely be answering them in future episodes so keep asking questions we'll eventually get to them but today we got two our first one is from the king wizard 23 on instagram do y'all think this is the year of aew you're throwing it to me first um so i know we don't cover aew a lot on this podcast yet yet yeah so all of you aew fans i hope you heard that yet yet it's coming guys it's coming. it's coming it's coming we'll give further updates on that later but do we do i think this is the year of aew no um <laughs> and i mean that in the best way possible so w- without getting into numbers and stuff you know aew is pulling about around 1 million for dynamite which is really good a really good number especially for a promotion that's only been around two maybe three years at the, well it's really only been about two years at this point However, I don't think it's the year of AEW for a few factors. Yeah, you bring in big name talent, but until WWE isn't king anymore, I feel like it's hard to say it's the year of something else in in my own personal mind. So I don't want to get too deep into it. But so to answer your question, no, but AEW has a lot of momentum. They're doing fantastic stuff and they have really good two, three hours of television every week. So I think AEW is a great product. But is it the year of AEW? I'll say no. Maybe ask me again in a year. I interpret it differently. Okay. And I wouldn't say that it is the year of AEW. I think it's the year that AEW got their foot in the door. Foot in the door or they stepped through the door? Because they're the difference. I don't think they're through. I think the thing is, I see that they they have a lot of things coming in the works. They're going to have yeah, more definitely. Pay, they're gonna have more pay-per-views. They're going to have more shows. Great. And that's, that's great. I think when they have a full year of that and they have a lot of established, they get more established and more people watching as mm-hmm. they they're continue to grow. I think they're getting through the door. They're not, they're not at their peak yet. Mm-hmm. And I think they're very much climbing and they're climbing quick, but it's not yet. And as far as like the year of AEW, I don't think. It has to be the year of AEW or WWE. I think it just like, is this a good year for them? Yeah. And I think it's a good year for them. However, I do think the fall, like these next few years will be better. And, you know, that's an interesting point because I think AEW has had a better year overall than WWE when you look at it holistically. But I'm going to be honest. I think WWE's highs this year, contrary to a lot of other people, I think WWE's highs this year have beaten AEW's highs as a fan, as a fan. Because so you look at, I know the first thing people are going to be like, so let's look at returns, right? Oh, wait, no, wait. They got CM Punk back. Ooh. All right, now we're going to move on to the next question because (laughs) this is getting too hard. (laughs) Yeah, this is that's a good question. What is it? The King Wizard 23? We'll try to touch on this again. We're going to circle back. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good question. We're going to circle back. Uh, Second question. How did each of you get into wrestling? And this is from Golden K 25. Shout out, Golden K. Thank you. Shout out. It's a real one on Instagram. So I've answered this question in multiple ways of how did I get into it with Dustin how did I get into it when I was younger I'm gonna give my quick on and off stories just sort of blend it all together I started watching when I was seven probably stopped when I was about 10 watch it on and off as a kid this is the time where I was like oh this is very real and this is when I was very much in love with the product started getting in love with the background story of things 
um, in the same time where I kind of got back into, oh, wrestling's cool, when I was about 13 with Total Divas, you know, reality <laughs> shows. Like, oh, man, these girls are tough. Total like, Divas. I love them. And then it's like, oh, okay, I can like the wrestling and get to know a lot more about them personally. And then, you know, you get to like the star a lot more. And then, you know, we got Hell in the Cell that really was like, we watched a few things before Hell in the Cell last year, mm-hmm. but Hell in the Cell was the one we were like, oh, the, it's like it's it's like that, that reel where it's like, I thought I... <laughs> I was like, mm, I like, I started off like, mm, I like feet as a joke, but I don't think it's a joke anymore. I have no idea what it's okay. She's there's there's a, about. there's a few people that will understand that. And that's okay. That's my, I have a core demographic of two people. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> How'd you get into it, Dustin? Well, okay. So, I mean, when I was younger, I kind of just found it on TV one day and I just kind of started watching. This is when I was younger. And then my dad, shout out my dad. Love you, Anthony. He would take me to the Monday Night Raws that would be in Washington, D.C. And, like, WWE does their touring schedule on, like, I just said, a schedule. So they would always end up in D.C. right around my birthday, which is in April. So it would always be one of my birthday gifts. For a few years, my dad would take me to Monday Night Raw, and I would have a ball going to the live shows. So that only grew my love for the product. And then, you know, I fell off for a little bit, but then I really got right back into it. And me, like Chriselle said, we started watching, you know, some random videos one day of wrestling. And then we watched Hell in a Cell together last year. And then now we're here doing a podcast about wrestling. So different journeys for me and her. But, you know, <laughs> you know, he got to he got his first shows at Monday Night Raw. My first show was WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, so very different experience. <laughs> yeah. She like got trial by fire. Like you're either going to love a live event or you're not like she got thrown into WrestleMania. I was like, hey, I went to Monday Night Raw as a kid. And then I went WrestleMania last year wrestlemania 36 you know the one this year last year whatever you want to call it. what was it 37 37 the one in tampa bay this year um was my first wrestlemania too so that was a great experience it was great so it's been great being a fan yeah happy accidents we ended up at night two as well yeah plane delays man plane delays <laughs> but all right thank you guys for the question and don't forget to send in more questions dms are always open yeah and i will be leading the question answering next week so we already got a few for next week but hey keep sending them because i kind of want to get to the point where we randomly select some you mm-hmm. know that'll be pretty fun so like hey get your questions in if you really want them answered because we love answering questions and like i said shout out the king wizard 23 for your awesome AEW questions and this is a perfect time to remind you guys if you guys have not posted a review or anything like that go ahead and subscribe leave a review follow us on all social medias we are always posting content and we put a lot of energy into it and we just want to make you guys happy so go ahead and do all those things but now we got wrestler of the day and of course i don't know how to follow the rules so instead of just doing a wrestler of the day i'm doing a tag team for the week the day the episode it's more of a faction it's a faction. There you go. Because that's, that's what I thought. I was like, this doesn't seem yeah, right. It's not, it's not a tag team. It's a you're faction. Right, you're go, go ahead. Tell, okay, me, okay. tell me about them. Keeping it in the theme of the draft, we got Hit Row, who got drafted to SmackDown, moving up from NXT. Now, personally, I didn't know too much about them. And so what better way than to also educate y'all on who they are and, you know, give me a reason to, like, look them up. And since they're still relatively new, there isn't a lot about their wrestling career and I couldn't find many videos or podcasts or anything like that. So if you guys are listening, anybody from Hit Row and you guys want to be interviewed by us, you know, we're more than welcome. You guys are more than welcome. (laughs) Be the first guest. But Hit Row is comprised of Isaiah Swerve Scott, Ashanti The Adonis, 
Top Dollar and BFAB. Now they're all incredible in their own way, but I'm going to be focusing the most on BFAB. So I'm going to save her for the end. You're going to focus on BFAB. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Go ahead. BFAB. Yes, absolutely. Because okay. okay. um, also, you know, biased female wrestlers, we got to hey, support, support female wrestling. Support women. Support women. Okay. <laughs> we support women here. Um, also, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so, you know, go get checked, ladies. Just a quick plug. And men. Men can get oh, breast cancer, too, too, guys. Sorry. So, like, hey, go get screened. Do what you got to do to protect yourself. Okay, continue. Sorry, Chriselle. that was so heteronormative of me. <laughs> God. Um, but, yeah, uh, so Swerve, he's 30 years old, and they keep saying that he's from Maryland. And so I had to, like, check, is he really from Maryland? And he was more so of a, like, a military guy. So I don't, he didn't grow up in Maryland, but he did get his, like, wrestling start in Maryland and Virginia after, like, starting to train in Richmond because, like, that's where his mom was at the time. And he was also had some time in the military. He's had a successful career in Lucha Underground and was finally signed to NXT in April of 2019, so not too long ago. Then you got the Adonis. Um, he's 20 years old. He's from Jersey. This is the one that has there's least the least about him. I really I was really scouring the internet, ESPN. You know, he was nowhere. I, I went to Bing. I went to Google. And you I ain't just, know his birthday at least. I, I, I got that he's 20 years old. All right, all right. I I tried. Uh, if anybody wants to send me more information on him, go ahead and do that. <laughs> um, but Top Dollar, he. He's been a little bit of everywhere and nowhere at the same time. He is, has a background in football. He's he was on the, a lot of like the training teams. He was with the Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, Seattle Seahawks, some time at uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jesus Washington Christ. Redskins, the New York Giants. This man he, played for the whole league. The whole league. I don't think he ever touched the field, but um, he was on all their practicing. Some of these stints were only like a few months. Yeah, and eventually that he was out, and then the next thing that you can find about him was he was signed to WWE in January 2020. There, was, there was no, there was no wrestling in between. It was just kind of like boom, he's here. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he was also a part of a show that WWE has. It's called like the most wanted tre- like WWE's most wanted treasures, yeah, where they go yeah, find like memorabilia. Yeah. So he he had a little bit of background with WWE, kind of fell into it. I don't know. I would like to know more. So again, top dollar. Come get interviewed. We would like to know more. Same with the Adonis. We don't know much about you. We'd love to know more. But the reason why I want to focus on B-Fab was she's one of those characters that the more I like researched into her and got to know about her, I'm like, oh, I'm rooting for you. You are one cool chick. I'm rooting for you. So the tag team made their debut May 18th of this year. So before she was wrestling, she's she's a rapper. And she is toured with Juicy J, Soldier Boy. And she has a song out on Apple Music. It's called That's Lit, and you can find it by That's Lit by Brianna Brandy. It's actually a pretty good song. I downloaded it to my library, and it will now be a part of my gym playlist. And uh, before that, she was in two different countries. She was in the Dominican Republic, and she was in Colombia. She was teaching underprivileged kids boxing and swimming. And, you know, so she had... Yeah, like, and she's, like, tough. She has a background in a few different, like, fighting styles, so... Besides just like you know coming into NXT to wrestle, she has she has boxing. I think that she she said they had like a jujitsu or something like that. Like this girl, she has hands, and mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. And before we get into our opinions on the draft, I did you know in my findings see that as a lot of fans are very happy, the hit row is now going to be on the main roster. The biggest thing that a lot of people were worried about was them having to be scripted. Because mm-hmm. on NXT, they they didn't have to be. Mm-hmm. And they did a lot of great promos. And after watching a few on YouTube, I was like, oh, okay. I can see why people 
really don't you know don't want them to be on script yeah i yeah hit rolls hit row is going to be literally a hit or a miss i'm glad they're on smackdown where i feel like people are given a little more liberty even if they're not it feels like it at least and um i'm really excited for hit row i'm glad you covered them today that was an interesting choice but i'm really glad you covered them what i've heard of hit row i haven't personally seen too much however i'm very excited for them i'm really interested for them what i've heard is that isaiah swerve scott is the diamond piece of the group you know he's the one that people are like yeah, Swerve is on the main roster, thank God. Like, he has the talent because they say, like, the rest of them are very green in the ring. So, you know, they may not have the most wrestling experience. But only time will tell. I mean, you could do some really cool things with Hit Row. We'll just have to see. But great choice today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad they're on the main roster as well. I'm yeah. glad that they can get in some more exposure. No, and then also they were saying they had they had made a statement because they saw a lot of people being worried about that. Their, like, first, like, screen time after being accepted into the draft, they, they weren't scripted. So they're like, hey, like we're on a like first foot in the door. We're we're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's a funny point you make because there are people that aren't scripted. Normally, it's the ones who are good talkers. So you know, the Usos aren't scripted. Roman Reigns isn't scripted. There's a lot of people that aren't scripted in WWE. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. it's the ones that WWE sees that need the help. So hopefully, they see Hit Row and they're like, yeah, these guys are good to go. Or even if it's just the bullets, how like they give some. Yeah, like give them bullet. Like, hey, make sure you cover this point, this point, this point, but do it however you need to. How you are know. you going to get there? Just do it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I'm interested to see him, though. Yeah. But thank you for listening to me. And anybody from Hit Row, you want to be interviewed? We're here. We're here. We're excited. We want to see you guys thrive. Right. But all right, Dustin, I know you got a lot to say for the draft. So I'll let you I'll let you say your piece, say what you got to say. What is your what are your happy moments? What are your low moments? Because I was there for one of your lows and it went over your head for two seconds. No. So <laughs> are you letting me have the floor first or is your throat dry because you just talk for six minutes straight? <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Just go ahead no. Um. OK, well, I'll take the mic for about a minute. So the draft overall, I thought it was actually pretty interesting being there live for the first part of the draft on Friday night, I think enhanced the experience a little bit. I do have my problems with the way the rosters ended up personally. Now, mind you, we haven't seen anything yet with these rosters, so I'm not going to be that negative Nancy. But on first look, it really looks as though Raw is stacked. I mean, when I when I look at the rosters, the first thing I look at is the main event level talent and the women's divisions. So you look at SmackDown, the only main event level talent that they have there, other than Roman Reigns, is Drew McIntyre. And you can maybe say Sheamus. And if you really want to stretch it, you can maybe say Jeff Hardy. I mean, so in my brain, I'm like, what are you going to do after Brock Lesnar? You're going to run Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns for three months straight until you can make it to WrestleMania. So that's where, because Raw has AJ Styles. They have Kevin Owens. They have Finn Balor. They have Bobby Lashley. They have Big E. You know, they have Edge. That's six guys right there that I just named. Seth Rollins, seven. And and Apollo Crews, who you couldn't elevate, you know. So those are all people that I'm like, hey, like, Who's going to be in the main event scene on SmackDown? And then you go to the women's divisions. Raw is more stacked, in my opinion, because on SmackDown, you have Charlotte Flair, you have Sasha Banks, you have Shayna Baszler, you have Zia Lee. I can't even remember who else, you know, like, because there is no one else. Raw has everybody else. So, you know, that's where I'm like, I feel like Raw kind of got a little stacked and SmackDown didn't. But like I said, I'm not going to be a negative Nancy here. My biggest minus of the draft was how they split the New Day. Don't get me started. We were at SmackDown. I can cover it for you if you want, because the look on your face. Look, yeah. So I'll let Chriselle tell you how I looked, but we were there on Friday, 
And, you know, the New Day got chosen, I think it was, what, third overall in the first round. So it was, went Roman Reigns, then it went Big E, and then the next pick, and it was like, they choose the New Day. And I was like, awesome. Yeah, the New Day. I love no, the New Day. No, this guy is sitting down and they announce the New Day. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, they said the New Day. You're like, I know. And I was like, for SmackDown. He's like, no. Yeah, because I was like, wait a minute. Big E just got drafted to Raw. What is this? So I was pissed off. Upset. I was pissed Sat off. right back down. Yeah, like, I don't understand you splitting the New Day and the New Day just got back together. And I know you can always bring the New Day back together whenever you want. But, hey, like, why can't Big E have a faction running on Raw? Why can't the New Day run Raw and the Bloodline run SmackDown? And you have some fun with that. But whatever, WWE. It's you too do easy. You, it's too right. Easy. Like, you make it so complicated. Now Big E's running by himself, which is fine. I love me some Big E. But I love me some New Day as well. So I don't see the point in splitting them up. And it, it is what it is. Unless because they're like technically they're not split up as a tag team. Mm-hmm. So then it's because someone's on Raw, someone's on SmackDown. You're probably gonna see them on both, realistically. Yeah, I don't know. They're I, like the one team that you're gonna see on both. I don't know. And then the whole thing they're doing with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch and how they just basically traded them back and forth. Maybe I didn't like the draft as much as I said I did. You have a lot more <laughs> negative things to say than I do. Yeah, I thought it was okay, but I'll pass it to you so you can give your thoughts. No, I think I was most surprised that I knew Apollo was moving to Raw, but I thought they were gonna, you know, because big meaty men, I thought they were gonna like, trade a meaty man for another meaty man. And so I was like, oh, maybe, you know, Bobby's going to go over there to SmackDown and give Roman another big dude to fight. Roman has nobody. Now he has nobody. But also, it came out today that WWE's legal team will not sign off on big, meaty men merchandise. Do you know how mad I was? Like, I would have wore that shirt proudly. But it's like, is there a way that they can go around it? Like, I know, like, you can't do use New Day and big, meaty meat. Big- Big meaty meat. Oh, Lord. Arby's. <laughs> we have the meats. But, you know, I feel like there should be a If not, you know, maybe we should sell them. Merch coming soon? Question mark? <laughs> Who knows? But, yeah, I, I don't know. Over, overall, I thought the draft was fine. I, I had my Could've problems. Could have gone better. Yeah, I had my problems. Like I said, I feel like Raw is overstacked. I feel like the main event talent on SmackDown is non not there. However... This is the opportunity, though, for SmackDown to be the land of opportunity, you know, where maybe a hit rogue is elevated to main event levels. Maybe you take somebody like Ricochet and, you know, you really do something with him and give him a good push. Look, you got Jeff Hardy over there on SmackDown now. Maybe Jeff Hardy reestablishes himself as a main. There's potential Mm -hmm. on SmackDown. Even a Shayna Baszler who, like, they could really reinvent her now on SmackDown where it's not as stacked. Only people she has to get through is Charlotte and Sasha, you know. So there's a chance. I think SmackDown is a land of opportunity, which can be good. We'll have to see how things pan out. Give me until December, and I'll really tell you how I feel about these rosters. Yeah, that's fair. But all right, that's enough about the draft. It's time for my rant, which kind of stems from the draft. Grr. I feel like you know where I'm going, Dustin. Anger. Anger. Nothing but anger. Pissed off. This is the men is trash rant. Men are trash. Just kidding. It's not just men. Not kidding. all men. Men are not trash. It's all men. Oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> all men said it's not all men. Okay. But anyways. No. <laughs> Tell us about it. Tell us about it. No. I'm sick and tired. I'm always going to be sick and tired of gross wrestling fans. There was a guy at, dra- at the draft on Friday that was quiet the whole night. 
the whole night. And then when Liv Morgan comes out, he's just saying a whole bunch of disgusting things. It's the, I'm like, gonna cut you off. It was Carmella first. It was Carmella first, but yeah. then Liv Morgan came yeah, out, she, and that's that's he when kept he, going. He kept he kept. Going. It got worse. Yeah, I, I, worse. I just wanted to correct you there so you could be accurate. Go it, ahead. it just got. I didn't. I didn't notice until Liv Morgan came mm-hmm. out, and so then and then it escalated. But regardless. He was quiet the whole time. It wasn't until these women came out and it's booty, 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 this booty, booty, booty. Just He's just being so <laughs> gross. And then he pulls out his phone and he's like super zooming as close as he can get to these girls butts and body and whatever. And he's just like, it's he's like salivating over them. And it's so gross. And, and it's, it's not just this guy because on Instagram, there's a whole bunch of like Instagram accounts that post these wrestlers of boobs and butts super zoomed in and pixelated because again these like they're not out here for that so like the camera angles are never there and so they do the most to get these pictures and they're like oh they need to show more like that is not what this content is for that is not what they're here for and it's like that's all you're focusing on and it's so gross i'm not saying that you can't have a crush on a wrestler i'm not saying be blind or oh they're not hot at all that goes for the women and for the men but like once you start getting into some really weird like statements and it's starting to become real sexual and like derogatory it's like would you say that it like in front of some kids that like love like this is their star no i get it not everything is for kids to hear but it just it's just so weird because that's not what they're here for just like relax there's other content out there that you guys can go enjoy for that this is not it's not that kind of show that's it ultimately it's not that kind of show that's like going drunk to Chuck E. Cheese. I know they sell alcohol now, but that's not that's not the time. There's a time what? and place. Yeah, they sell alcohol now. But time and place, wrestling, WWE, around some kids, not the time. Not the time. Not the time. You sexualizing Steve from Blue Coast? No. So don't do it. Just don't. Okay, I'm hot. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I'm good. You, you I'm slushed. I'm a little slushed. Like, her face is literally red. Like, you are pissed. I don't like this. It I'm makes not me mad. So mad. No, I'm not mad at you. It's something that I know it was your rant, but it was it's something that makes me mad too. I was gonna cover it one of these weeks, but I'm glad that you covered it because I feel like you really did it justice. Especially <laughs> we saw it firsthand on Friday. I the man was sitting next to me, so that's why I corrected her and said it started with Carmella because I heard him starting with the Carmella and she heard him when it got to Liv Morgan. But it's really gross, and like you said. There's other means of content that you can <laughs> hypersexualize. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's things on the internet for that. Like, we live in a digital internet age where you can get what you want. He had a smartphone. Yeah, like, you can get what you want. Wrestling isn't the time and or the place and or the content area but, but that he, you should be doing. He was acting stuff. like he was at a strip club. Like, if yeah. he had money to throw, I'm gross. sure he would have. It was gross. It, it was really gross. And that, like, it's not just that, man. We don't know your name. I don't want to know your name. But it's not just that, man. It's also, you know, the people online who run these weird pages and stuff. These people, these wrestlers aren't here for that. Like, like he said, it's not like we're telling you to act blind and all that. But come on, guys. Do better. better. Do better. Be better. But all right. I'm done. I'm not. I'm going to cool down. But glad to be here with y'all this week. Listen in on Sunday when Dustin's back on the mic. I'm back on the mic in the hosting spot. Uh, We'll be doing a regular scheduled programming type of episode with awards and power rankings so if you missed that content last week it's not our anniversary anymore so we'll be back uh recording for you guys and the episode will be up on sunday for your enjoyment thank you guys for staying loyal thank you for being here with us shout out to all the loyal fans yeah we're the loyal family yeah we love you guys thank you guys so much for being patient with us as well as we continue to grow and learn
Also, I've had a few messages talking about that people don't have friends to talk wrestling with. Our DMs are open. Like yeah. we're we are here to talk wrestling whenever we're not working. Like we will respond. We are very responsive. Slide into the DM. We are always watching the show. So if something crazy going on, you want someone to talk to about it, send us a DM. We are very responsive. There's two of us on one social media. We will respond. Yeah, like she said, there's two of us on one social media. So someone will be able to get back to you. Now, if you DM us enough, you'll start to learn wh- which one is Dustin and which one is Chriselle by like how we're typing. <laughs> but like, no, like get get to us, interact with us. We want to interact with you guys. So like you said, DM us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And I know that's it for me. I'll see you guys on Sunday. That's all for me, guys. See ya. Peace out. Bye. You've been listening to the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast with Dustin and Chris Sal. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Leave a review. It better be positive. And keep up with the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Catch you at the next show.